coming up on this episode of the Spiro podcast. You know, there's been some situations where an affiliate has been able to have access to information that was critical in order for us to be able to do something successfully. And it saved deals. So, you know, you don't know what your role could be, how significant or little, but the role is important. Welcome to the Spiro Podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business. With your hosts, Todd Kivimaki and Craig Magwell. Welcome to the Spiro Podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business. Uh, Spiro is a software platform designed to help you manage and grow your real estate photography business. And uh, it's just a powerful tool that drives our business. And we just enjoy sharing that with you and talking about the business of real estate, media, and marketing. I'm Craig Magram. I'm the host of the Spiro Podcast. Along with me every every episode, or most every episode, our owner and founder and co-host of the Spiro Podcast, Todd Kivimaki. How's it going, Todd? I'm doing well, Craig. How are, it's good to hear you today. Good to see all of you listeners out there. Hopefully you are um, having busy days and busy weeks and uh, you're out there on the road. We appreciate you finding time for us while you're on the road. And uh, thank you for listening to us today. Uh, exciting topic for you today. You know, I think the big thing is, and, and one thing to try to put your headspace into as you try to grow your business is the headspace of your client. Those are realtors. So it's mm -hmm. very important to always think, what do realtors think? What, where are realtors at? what are challenges that realtors are trying to overcome? And I think if you can figure those out and serve your clients, the realtors, then uh, you will continue to one, develop great relationships with them and two, grow your business. So um, I'm excited about uh, today because you're going to get the headspace of a realtor and where realtors are at. So this is an exciting one. Many of you have said, hey, we need help knowing how to grow with sales and networking and marketing. And today's mm -hmm. the answer. So I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. And before we dive into that, if you have any uh, specific questions you want to see this podcast uh, address on the business side of what we do, not necessarily the creative side, because there's lots of great resources out there. Uh, but if you have a business question that you want to see us address and maybe invite a guest on to talk about, let us know. Just email us hello at Spiro.media. All right. So, Todd, uh, like you said, we've we've talked about various ways to market yourself as a real estate photographer, videographer, marketing expert. Um, and how to get your name on and brand out there um, in past episodes. But this week, we, we want to dive into one specific method. And so what we want to dive into specifically is the, the subject of joining your local realtor board. Um, we've done that here at WOW Video Tours. When I had my business, I did that uh, joining as an affiliate member. Obviously, we're not realtors, you know, so we, we don't get access to the MLS or anything like that. But there's always affiliate membership that you can be a part of in giving you additional network opportunities. So th that's going to be our our topic this week. And we want to introduce a special guest that is going to join us and talk to, with us and, and share the benefits and the whys of, of joining a realtor board. He's a local realtor here in Northwest Ohio, uh, works with uh, Remax Preferred Associates in Toledo, Ohio, also the president-elect of the Northwest Ohio Realtor Board, and just very happy to have Eddie Campos. Thanks for having me on, guys. I heard you guys say, 
getting in, into the headspace of a realtor. Do we have a therapist that's going to be joining us soon as well? <laughs> <laughs> next topic idea, Tom. How, how long oh. can this podcast go? <laughs> I love it, Eddie. That's that's a good one. Yeah. So, this- so you know, in all serious, like that is what you know the challenge is because you know I think so we're so we're talking to today to a lot of creative individuals out there. And I I think it's important to know what a realtor looks at. You know, realtors will hire our listeners. So real estate media companies, because they have the eye. But I think it's important. um, I, I know some feedback we've gotten all the time is just how do I approach a realtor? What do and I think so those kind of questions and this is maybe going all, I'm already off topic here because I just love your opening comment. It just put me in this direction. <laughs> but, um, you know, for our listeners out there wanting to connect with realtors, uh, you know, what is the way, what is a great way for them to do that? Well, you know, the title of this podcast, Getting Connected Through the uh, Northwest Ohio Realtors or whatever city you're in, whatever that local association is, you know, look at it this way. If your photographers or videographers have done weddings. Where do they go? They go to the wedding shows, right? Well, Mm -hmm. this is a way that you can connect with realtors. And in our case, you know, almost 2,200 members. So why wouldn't you want to be in that, that area with the professionals you want to be able to service? And I think just like anything else, you know, to develop a, a business, uh, with someone, it's not just necessarily putting hammer to nail, right? It's developing a relationship. So just because you join doesn't mean you're going to start serving, you know, six or a dozen realtors, you know, those kinds of things take time. So, you know, the best example for me would be is that, you know, in our area, I joined the Maumee uh, Chamber of Commerce when I first became a realtor 18 years ago. Best decision I ever made. They are great at networking. They're also uh, very well connected to everyone. So as soon as you get involved, you know, they were great at just trying to figure out, you know, what can we do for you? And I felt very welcome. It's always been a great referral source. Those are, you know, those people in the mommy chamber of commerce, you know, they're my friends. I'm very close to them. And then when I got married, the first thing I did is I wanted to make sure everybody that we used came from the mommy chamber of commerce, but that didn't happen overnight. And I think in order to get the value of the association, you need to get involved. Don't be a member, be an active member. Right. Let, let, let's start just at the very basic, Eddie. For for somebody just getting into the real estate media space, maybe they've just done their first couple of, of listing shoots and they don't know about the realtor board. Can you explain what is a realtor board mm-hmm. just to start? So the realtor board is, think of it this way, kind of a funnel coming down. You have the National Association of Realtors, then it comes down to the state level. In our case, the Northwest Ohio Realtors representing us locally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they operate the MLS. They oversee the professional standards and the code of ethics that happen with realtors. Um, and it's a place for us to be able to gather information that comes from the National Association of Realtors that's you know necessary for us to do our jobs effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, in our case, we have nearly 2,200 members. We have some 70 affiliates that are involved. Um, and it's a way for us to all be able to connect, get information as well. So, so connect, that's a fabulous word, Eddie. So, and you already made this point a little bit, but I, I, I do think it's great. Maybe you have an example, but, um, realtors, when I think of realtors, I think of kind of like the individual in your community that really knows everybody 
you know, that, you know, not only are, when you think of buying or selling a house, mm-hmm. are you going to call them? But they're the people that know, hey, I need a painter or they're connected with. I think of just a connection to the community when I think of realtors. And um, and so my question is, is so for our listeners out there um, and maybe you have some specific examples. I know you used your wedding and hey, I'm going to use these people. But mm-hmm. just in your mind and being the, you know, the president elect of the board, what does the idea of serving the community and how how would you suggest our listeners get involved with serving the community you know that's a great question because um it's very easy for people that are in business for themselves people that are salespeople, obviously to just look like they're looking for another commission and i think to be involved with your community does so much more to see who you really are not just another salesperson so referencing back to being involved with the Maumee Chamber of Commerce, uh, they get very active in doing community projects, connecting with the local high school, um, uh, putting on our local summer fair, uh, being involved in the holiday hustle, which is the 5K race that goes through town. You know, there's lots of ways to connect. So here, here's a great example. The first time I joined the Maumee Chamber, uh, Brenda Clixby was the director. I met her. We had a nice conversation. And uh, she said something to me that was interesting. She goes, well, I hope you stick around. Realtors don't seem to last very long. Hmm. And over time, so like I've been a part of this that chamber for a long time, I have seen, sure enough, at the most, a year in most cases, will a realtor hang around? And referencing that hammer to nail, you know, they don't really put in the effort to get involved and get into these community projects or get into volunteering to be able to get to know people. So I told myself, you know what, I'm going to prove her wrong. I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to get involved. I'm going to jump in with both feet. So I told her, I said, Hey, listen, the next thing that comes up, whatever hole you need to fill, you tell me and I'll be there. She goes, you promise? I said, I promise. So at the next monthly luncheon, she goes, are you still interested in volunteering? I said, yep. Just tell me what you need me to do. She goes, great. I need you to show up at 5 a.m. on Saturday and help us set up <laughs> tables and booths for the summer fair. It's like, ah, okay, <laughs> great. And, you know, not necessarily the volunteering I was looking for, um, but it was a great opportunity to get together with eight other people that I had no clue of. They didn't know me, and we just got to work. We're putting up barriers. We're setting up tables. We're putting up banners. And we're kind of commiserating with each other, right? Nobody wants to be there at 5 a.m. I want to be in my bed. Um, so this was a great opportunity. We got to connect. And I made a point to myself at that time is I am not going to tell anybody what I do. Because I don't want to come across as that greedy realtor, that greedy salesperson that's just looking for a quick sale. Yeah. We got to know each other. We started communicating. They asked me what I do. We made our connection. And from that point on, our relationships continued to grow. And, you know, there's people in that organization that I've been really close to for 18 years. I've gone to funerals, um, you know, so it, it's it's a great opportunity to be with people that you know, like, and trust and to create those relationships. And if we can do business together, that's fantastic. Yeah. But developing the relationship is critical. So whether it's a title affiliate through the Northwest Ohio Realtors or a lender or a photographer, you need to build those relationships. You need to build trust. So, 
you know, problem solving is a big part of that. You know, somebody is in a situation where, hey, you know what, my my photographer's sick. I need somebody. Wouldn't you want to be that go-to person that when mm-hmm. that happens, whether that's one month down the road or, you know, 10 months down the road, you know, you need to be available for those kinds of things. And, you know, if you're not showing up on a regular basis, you're not making yourself present, you're not going to be there to be getting that phone call the next time because that person's going to call their other realtor friend and say, hey, who do you use? Mm-hmm. And they're going to go to somebody else. So right. there's no go-to there. But I think as people start to see you as a person, what your abilities are, your ability to problem solve, because, you know, it, it's like anything else. I hate it when people say it's just, you know, you just sell homes. You just mm-hmm. put it, you know, there's so many, there's 176 things I do to sell a home. I can't imagine what those things are for a photographer. You know, all the things that you need to keep in mind, you know, are you going to use lighting? Are you going to use shutter speed? You know, what is it that's going to create that effect? Mm -hmm. And buying a home is an emotional process. Anybody that tells me, Eddie, it's, you know, it's about the money. It's about the dollar. It's got to have this. It's got to be a four bed, two and a half bath with a basement, a two car garage. I can't tell you how many times someone has told me that and we ended up buying a three bedroom on a slab with a one car garage <laughs> because it was an emotional experience, right? Yeah. They walked into the home and it was like, and you just saw it in their faces. It's like, this is the home. They didn't necessarily get what they thought they wanted. They got what they felt. And I think if you can make those connections with people, that goes a long way. That's everything. So I, one takeaway I just took from that is the, the five o'clock now five o'clock only comes once a day, right? <laughs> but yeah. that, that being said though, I mean, what a great example of the volunteer opportunities with the, with the chamber. So right. do real, do realtor boards offer those same sorts of volunteer opportunities for affiliates to get involved with? Yeah. And Craig, we kind of touched on this a little bit before we got started. You know, June 7th, I believe it is, we have our playhouse build that's going to happen over at the Northwest Ohio Realtors on Longbow in Arrowhead and Maumee. And it's a great opportunity to be able to just sit there and connect with people and paint a house or put a house together or put some shingles on and and afterwards have some food and have some drinks and just be able to socialize with people. Uh, That's just one of many things that happen. You know, we just had our fair housing event which was fantastic. We got uh, great praise from the Toledo uh, Blade. Um, Tyler Gill, who's our chairperson for that, just knocked it out of the park. Uh, we brought in some people from the from the National Association of Realtors that helped speak on subjects. You know, so there's all these educational opportunities for you guys to be able to connect as well. And, you know, something else is, <laughs> it's kind of funny, now that I'm looking at my coffee mug, I'm kind of brought to this. So the um, accounting firm that I use is Paget Business Services here in Maumee, Ohio. And I met him through the Maumee Chamber. And he had asked me about trying to get more involved in working with realtors. And they specifically work with small businesses, like maybe 50 employees at the most, but typically in that 10 to 20 range. You know, I have, you know, three employees counting myself. And that's why I work with them. And I told them, I think you really need to get involved with the Northwest Ohio Realtors. There's opportunities there for you. But specifically, you know, that we don't know what we can or cannot do. We're salespeople and we're geared to market. We don't necessarily pay attention to all the opportunities that there are to be able to save when it becomes time to do our taxes, whether that's paying them quarterly or yearly or whatever it is. 
So he took that to heart and he said, is there a way I could do a class? I said, there, I'll do you one better. Not only do a class, get yourself to be certified so that you can do a CE class because realtors need CE classes every three years. We need 30 hours. You know, so there's an opportunity for you to bring something of value that they can get for free, but they need. So they will come to you. I can tell you that that was probably within 10 years. And I'm sure that he's had probably 20 realtors that have come to his firm just to be able to see what he can do for them and, and create some opportunities. So it's been an excellent opportunity for him, but he had something of value that he could also bring as well. Yeah, that that that's just a great example. You know, we uh, we talk about serving your clients and not just selling to your clients. Right. Uh, so Eddie, let me just ask a few specifics here to make sure that um, that we that I that I'm understanding. So in joining a board, the board needs uh, does the or the board needs to provide um, educational events, these CE classes. So um, it sounds like a realtor needs to uh, hit a certain level of these continuing education classes, right? right. And so you're saying that uh, someone like in in your example, the accounting firm, but uh, could a a photographer? put together and get a, what does that process look like to create that course? If some of our listeners are out there, is that something they need a certification on? Do they need to, how does that work? Yeah. So I can give you a, a, a very basic plan of what you need to do. Okay. So the one thing is a become a member B get connected with somebody who's already a member that does CE classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Louisville title, Midland title, Liberty title, uh, Ruoff Mortgage, Waterford Bank, people that already provide CE classes, work with somebody like that and talk to them about how they got their classes certified uh, uh, certified by the state to be a CE class because um, they've done it before. So I obviously don't have that experience, but I know the people that can do it. So, you know, you would reference, you know, I know a guy. I know several guys that that can take care of and get them in touch with that. But when it comes to photography, there's a perfect opportunity to talk about advertising and social media mm-hmm. and what you can do with photography or video or 360 tours, whatever that may be, and how mm-hmm. you can co-op, uh, cooperate with the state to create a class that talks about marketing. Because marketing is something that we would do. We have you know core classes that we obviously need, but everything else is an elective. So if you can figure out a way to take photography, videography, and put it into a marketing class, partner with a title company or a lender or both, they will be able to help you put the basics of the class together. You provide a basic breakfast if it's just a one-hour class. You know, CE classes add up, right? So I've taken many one-hour classes, and I've got some classes that will go for half a day. You know, the one-hour classes, that's nice and easy. You kick out a few of those every year. Pretty soon you're at 30. So mm-hmm. I would tell you it would be great to get together with somebody at the board, get together with somebody who's already an affiliate that's done some uh, CE classes, partner with them, and then create a social media class that would benefit for everybody. That's awesome. great information. That is. And Eddie, just one more clarifying point. I know we're, uh, for our listeners that are across the U.S., it, yeah. It, would you assume, and I know you're not answering, but I, I, I would imagine your assumption is probably correct, that this CE structure and these structures are placed all across the U.S.? Yeah, absolutely. 
Okay, Absolutely. great. So for all of you listening out there, this is if you're in the U.S., if you're outside the U.S., if you're some of our listeners outside the U.S., let us know. I would assume they have something similar, but you know what they say about assuming and, and especially. <laughs> yeah, I think if you get involved with any of the local boards, talk to them and ask them what opportunities are there for me to be able to create a CE class. And they'll give you some guidance. But the best way is to find, you know, you, you, what do you do when you get started? You know, you copy and repeat, you steal and repeat, <laughs> go to somebody yeah. who's already done it. Right. And then yeah. figure out what they did. And then now you can go forward in doing that. And with them there, they can kind of give you some guidance as well from a, from an other affiliate standpoint, somebody who's done it before and give you some guidelines as to what they personally did to help market the CE class to other realtors. Let, let me ask you a question from, from your perspective as a realtor dealing with an affiliate that has joined the board. Do, do you have any you know personal stories of how you have benefited as a realtor from an affiliate that you've connected with through the board? Endless. Okay. Endless. I mean, a, a real estate career involves so many moving parts and pieces, right? There's a lender, there's an appraiser, there's a home inspector, there's an interior decorator or stager. You know, it, the list goes on and on and on. Well, guess what? I'm a 100% commissioned salesperson, right? Also, all those people are in my way of getting a commission check if something goes <laughs> sideways. Yeah. So these affiliates are critical to being able to execute a plan and getting to the closing table successfully, which is ultimately going to make your client happy. Right. And that's all we want. We want them to be happy. So it's essential to have the business and get that commission check. But what's more important is that you get that referral from that client, that that client mm -hmm. becomes a client for life. You go to your dentist once or twice a year. You go to your doctor once or twice a year or as needed. They're constantly in touch with you. I may sell, I, as a matter of fact, I just had a conversation with somebody. I sold them a home 15 years ago. And they still don't need another home, but I just had a conversation with them just to touch base with them and find out how mm -hmm. they're doing and talk to them about a client appreciation night that I'm going to be having. So when it comes to making them happy and helping them to have a positive experience, every one of those affiliates are involved in that experience and trying to make that happen for that realtor, right? We're yeah. all a team. You know, whether your role is this big or this big, we're all a team and we all have a part in making that successful. The title company, for example, when it comes down to the end, they're the quarterback. They're the one that's pulling everybody together. They're the ones that has to have the figures from the lender. They have to have the information from the seller. They have to have connection to the buyer. They have to have all the pro the uh, purchase agreement details from the realtor. I mean, it, it's a family effort, right? And you want to mm -hmm. have good relationships with people. So, you know, going back to what we touched on before, if you're in a situation where you don't have a connection to them, how easy are they going to feel about this? You know, maybe one of those situations like, oh, God, I hope this goes well. <laughs> or is it going to be, hey, you know what? It's XYZ company. I know it's going to go well. I know they're going to take care of me. You know, there's been some situations where an affiliate has been able to have access to information that was critical in order for us to be able to do something successfully. And it saved deals. So, you know, you don't know what your role could be, how significant or little, but the role is important. 
Yeah, no, that's that's great information. And I'd love to just remind our listeners as I look at my notes here, the big thing that I wrote is be a problem solver. That's I think that's one thing. If you can solve problems for people, and I think it's important for all of our listeners to remember this is, and Eddie talked about the emotions, the emotions of buying the perfect house, even though it wasn't what you thought you wanted. But I think we all need to remember out there that this is an emotional process and this is a stressful process. So if there's a time where it's like, hey, I mean, I always use the example of, especially for real estate media, you got to get the three kids, the dog and the cat out of the house. You got to make sure that they, you know, everything's put away. Where's the trash can? Where is the beds made? What's peeking out from under the bed? And if you can be that problem solver, then put the toilet seat down. Yes. (laughs) That's a a big (laughs) thing. Yes. So I think it's important that we remember to be a problem solver. And once you can be that problem solver, then you can be connected into that group. Well, I was just going to add, you know, there's one other thing that you can add to that is, you know, we talked about how this is an emotional process. How can you create emotion with photography? Mm. Is it just the room or is it the focus of the fireplace with the flame going? Mm-hmm. Or is it a focus of the outdoor entertainment area that has a outdoor barbecue that's, you know, permanently attached? And, you know, w- you, can you figure out a way to turn just a picture into an emotion that makes yep. a connection that gets somebody into the home? Yeah, yeah, that that's that's fabulous. That's Again, hey, y'all, you should go back and re-listen to this because this is the mind. Remember, Eddie is a realtor, a very successful realtor for a long time. So you should know these things when you're approaching realtors. And I can tell you, all the realtors in your neck of the woods are going to be trying to accomplish that same thing. So, you know, what is the emotion of that scene? What are you Mm -hmm. selling? Does it look good? How do you paint that picture? Right. Um, so thank you for that, Eddie. I've, I've got a yeah. basic question. And if I could just step yeah. back, basic question. So say we're not a member today. Our listeners say, you know, we're driving around and we're not members yet. We, we know of the board. We kind of know what exists. But what would just be, where do we start? I mean, do we sign up? Is there an application? What is the, the nuts and bolts of not being a member turning into being an affiliate member? Yeah, so the scaled down version is go to the website of the board of the local board. Most likely there's an affiliate application there that you can fill out. In our case, the Northwest Ohio Realtors, uh, it's a $100 application fee and it's a $300 yearly fee that's prorated. So if you join in April, then you're not going to pay for 12 months. You're only going to pay for nine months. So, it, and I'm not sure that all boards do that exact same thing, but that's how our board operates. But start by going to their website, see if you can find an application that's under affiliates. If not, just call the board directly, tell them that you're interested in being an affiliate member. How do I get started and see what their process is like? What One thing I'll I'll throw in there, uh, just for, for the photographers out there, when you're joining a board, something I did right away that uh, just started to build trust immediately was I talked to the the MLS coordinator to make sure that we got a copy of the rules that surrounded photography and videography, what can go in the photos, what can't go in the photos. And I actually had, uh, it was, it was Lori, Eddie. She said, yeah. no, nobody has ever asked me for the rules to make sure they weren't <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as far as a photography yeah. company, that yeah. they weren't violating something. I'm like, well, yeah. if we're part of a realtor's marketing team, 
our job is to make sure they don't get in trouble and get fined. So, you know, so when you join that board, talk to the MLS coordinator and get those rules and make sure that you're providing that service and knowledge for your realtor who may or may not remember all of the rules surrounding marketing and visual marketing. I'll give you the number one rule in the state of Ohio for a photographer that they need to know. Yeah. You cannot have the real estate sign in the shot. Yep. I know it's a silly rule. I don't know how many states have it, but there's not many. Mm-hmm. But when that get when that feed gets pulled out of the MLS, the MLS is the nucleus, right? That's where all the listings start. And then your realtor.com, Remax, your you know, Zillow's, everybody pulls from that, right? Mm-hmm. So in those photographs in the state of Ohio, we cannot have our real estate sign in it. So when it gets advertised, it says Eddie Campos, Remax Preferred Associates, but you better not have your sign in the yard because I'm not sure mm-hmm. why, but you just can't have it. So that's definitely <laughs> rule number one. And then yeah. no, number two, make sure the toilet seats are down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll learn how to rip those signs out of the yard to get the shot that you need and then have to put them back. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. you know, so in my case, when my photographer goes out, you know, <laughs> It's not like I need more things to do, but I like to be there just in case that he has questions that he needs to have answered. Um, Sometimes we're playing musical chairs with rooms, right? It's like they're not done with the house. They still have stuff in a room. It's like, okay, we're going to take a picture of this room, and then we're going to take all the stuff from that room and pull it over and put it in this room. And so I become a mover at that point in time, but you know, we got to do what we got to do to make sure that the room is set up correctly. You know, make sure I go around and I make sure that I communicate with the seller. If they're there, you know, make sure all the lights are on, make sure all the blinds are open, (laughs) make sure those toilet seats are down. Let's get the pets (laughs) out of the way, you know, and I try to look for things that could be an obstacle. And as we're going around and we're setting up shots, I try to also give him some direction as to, Hey, by the way, I'd really like to focus in on this. I think this would be a great shot. I think it's going to have a nice emotion to it. So I'm typically there. I'm not sure that everybody, every realtor does it. Um, And I'm not a controlling kind of person, but I also feel that there's a great way for me to be able to connect my seller to the photographer as well, to make sure that we got a good relationship with everybody. Good insight. Great to know, Eddie. Um, so Eddie, so we talked about photography and, and we, um, you know, there's other forms of media and just picking your brain as a realtor, this is kind of just off the cuff, but what else other marketing ideas or tactics or what else should our listeners, again, thinking about how we can be problem solvers as I circled that word on my paper here, um, you know, solutions, what, what, what are some ideas maybe from the mind of a realtor to our listeners who are trying to provide some of those solutions from a marketing perspective. Anything that's interesting to you or upcoming in 23? Provide the realtor with updated headshots. <laughs> I can't tell you I, how many realtors have pictures. It's like, is that from 1970? <laughs> <laughs> you know, provide them with a great headshot. You know, I try to update mine every other year because, you know, I either got a little heavier, I got a little lighter that year, or whatever the case may be. But I want them to look at the picture that's on my brochure and look at me and say, okay, that's the same guy. Uh, but there, there's one way that you can try to connect with them and provide them a little bit of a service and probably not cost you too much to do. Yeah. 
Yeah. I yeah. actually just did one of those last week, Todd. <laughs> yeah. Great. Yes. Yeah. And then, you know, anything that you can help them to do with some promotional material. So whether it's taking some of these photos that you have permission to use and trying to create some photography that they can put into a nice professional brochure, you know, maybe there's a, whether you do it for free, whether you do it for reduced costs or whether you just bring the information to them, say, Hey, you know what? These couple of photos we took over to that one, two, three Elm street, plus your headshot. I think this could make a nice one page brochure. Why don't we try to collaborate and try to figure something out? And then maybe there's an opportunity to put the photographer's name on, on that brochure as well to be able to get some additional promotion. Um, but you know, I think it comes again, not only to be a problem solver, but to bring opportunities to people. And for those of you listening that have never gotten into the Spiro software, that is something that Spiro allows you to provide your realtors is those those marketing templates, whether it's a flyer or a postcard or a social media post. So uh, we, we did not talk about that beforehand with Eddie for that tee up, but that's one of the one of the benefits of using Spiro. So Todd, yeah. I hope you don't mind. I threw that in there. No, I yeah, I, I can't <laughs> completely. Thank you for that, Craig. Eddie, this has been super insightful today. As we wrap up here what else should we, what else would you like to, you know, let us know, or what are your closing thoughts on becoming an affiliate member, jumping in, offering, you know, Hey, I'll be there at 5am. What, what are your closing <laughs> thoughts and in, in to our listeners about uh, being an affiliate member of the board? Uh, I think the number one thing, and it's the number one thing that I try to use is trying to make sure that you're being genuine and creating a relationship, not just a, don't be a transactional photographer. Mm. Don't be a transactional realtor. Don't be a transactional hairstylist. You know, develop that relationship, be involved, be interested, and try to do your best. And just know that sometimes relationships take years. As a matter of fact, you know, my friends that are in the commercial real estate business, God love them. Some of those deals take years mm. and then they fall apart at the last minute because of a, you know, local government change or somebody you know, got their hands involved in, and in, you know, change something around with plans or, you know, environmental concerns pop up. You know, there's all sorts of things that can happen in those transactions. Now, obviously on a, you know, million square foot facility, there's a large payday there, but it didn't happen overnight. It took years to develop those things. I think you have to go into everything the same way. I'm trying to develop a relationship. I'm trying to develop a relationship. Everything else is secondary. All I want to know is not, I don't want to just do Eddie's next house. I want to do Eddie's next 200 houses. And the only way I'm going to do that is to develop that relationship. Eddie, what, what you said, the, the key word there being, tra don't be transactional. And Todd, you and I have talked about this countless times on this podcast about the fact that if, if you're transactional, I, I like that phrase, I'm, I'm Eddie, I'm stealing that. If, if you are just a transactional photographer, <clears throat> you are simply a commodity. And yeah. that re that realtor is going to look for right. the cheapest price, you know, and, and the easiest process and not value the relationship that you right. really could be bringing to them in being right. a part of their team. So, Eddie, thank you for that. Yeah, you know, and, you know, so there's a photographer friend of mine who's just recently spoke at that spoke about that very thing at, at an event. And he said, you know, I don't show up with a camera. I show up with cameras. I don't know if a lens is going to fall apart. I don't know if a lens is going to you know, fall off my camera and break. And, you know, I have to be prepared for almost anything. I have multiple flashes. So, you know, you, you got to be prepared to those kind of things. And by doing that, he's not transactional. He's not mm -hmm. a commodity. 
I'm not a commodity. What I bring to the table in a real estate transaction is not going to be the same as somebody who just got their license. So fortunately or unfortunately, I've gone through a lot of things, not all of them great, but I learned from every one of them. So, you know, there's some value that comes with that experience. There's value that comes from the experience of the photographer that maybe happened at a wedding, but it (laughs) translates to what they're going to do at a home. Eddie, I think that's just incredible information. And again, listeners out there, please take some of these nuggets. And as always, um, you know, with with anything, just make a first step, set a goal, make a first step. You know, you're hearing uh, a lifetime of work from Eddie and you will get there. Uh, but if you think of I always think of a a large project as a lineup of dominoes and you can't tip over the last domino without tipping over the first and the second and the third and the fourth. And it just, it takes that work. And I think sometimes in 2023, we fall into the trap of, of saying, uh, you know, I'm going to use this online marketing with an ad or a click funnel or, and that stuff all has a purpose, but it doesn't build relationships and it doesn't build businesses. Uh, so Eddie, I just, I, I thank you for your insight and uh, all the value you brought to us today on the podcast. Oh, absolutely. No, it's been a pleasure. I love talking to you guys. Our guest, Eddie Campos with Remax Preferred Associates, a realtor here in the Toledo area and also president-elect of the Northwest Ohio Realtors Board. And yeah, Eddie, thank you so much. But we, we know you're a busy guy, so we appreciate the time. Yes. No, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, guys. No problem. All right. Well, that's going to wrap things up for this week. Uh, Just want to mention, be sure to share the podcast. If you know of other real estate photographers and videographers that could benefit from this podcast, be sure to share it. Uh, Be sure to subscribe. That way you get the notification bell when a new episode drops. And, you know, the likes are always nice as well. And again, if you have any questions that you would like to see this podcast uh, address, drop us an email, hello at Spiro.media. And uh, we'll try and find an expert on that on that subject if we don't cover it ourselves. And uh, just keep this podcast going and, and provide value to you as a real estate media company owner. Um, if you have questions about the Spiro software, you can reach out to Todd. You can email him again at hello at Spiro.media or be sure to stop by our website as well. And the, the website is very easy. It's just if you haven't picked up the pattern yet, it's Spiro.media. Uh, very easy. Uh, Todd, any final thoughts for you? No, I, ju- I just uh, encourage you all out there to um, just try to find an actionable item from this. I know it seems like busy season. There's a million things going and, and even just organizing your thoughts, organizing your goals and, um, you know, just, uh, you know, Maybe you find an accountability partner out there. You find someone. Uh, maybe it'll be that person at the board that you meet. Who knows? Yeah. I just I would encourage yeah. you to find that support group to stay organized because I do know that it seems crazy for us and there's a lot going on in this busy listing season. Um, and sometimes I know you're just happy to get the shoots done and get everything edited and back out and then you do it again the next day. Um, but I would just encourage you to find time to work on your business and, uh, you know, you will see the fruits of your labor. So. Absolutely. Good thoughts. Well, uh, in closing, don't forget, you can always catch the Spiro podcast on YouTube. If you're an audio listener, maybe you're listening in between shoots right now. Uh, just search, uh, Spiro, uh, it's youtube.com forward slash, uh, at Spiro podcast. And if you're watching the podcast and want to listen, we're on all the major audio podcast platforms out there. Just 
look for Spiro, S-P-I-R-O. All right. Well, we want to thank you for taking a few minutes to, to listen or to watch this week. Um, don't forget just to be thankful for the, the blessings that you have in your life and in your business. And make sure you take a breath this week. Have a great week. Take care. Thank you for joining us for the Spiro Podcast, Managing Your Real Estate Photography and Videography Business. This is a production of Spiro and WOW Video Tours. You can find out more about Spiro's real estate media business management software at our website, spiro.media.